Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. How are you now? You know what? I'm doing okay. Oh. I really, I really can't complain, man. Things have been good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Well, you know, this is our first podcast episode of 2019, officially. That is correct. Yeah. Man, and it just, it feels so new. We're in a brand new day, a brand new year, and shit is, is, is weird as fuck, man. It is. It really is. So, what right now, because at the beginning of the show, I think it's important for us to get into the more important stuff, you know, of what's going on in the world, because... Given the climate, we need to stay focused and we can't, you know, let our shenanigans get too far away from us. We need to understand what's going on. Like what? Briefly. I'm so glad you asked because if you didn't, I was going to just find a way to just jam this in (laughs) because it has been really an insane uh, couple of weeks here. And um, I think gauging by Facebook which I think is like probably my, my best way to kind of see what people are interested in and talking about what people know and understand um, just at large. And people just are not really aware of how crazy things are right now and how difficult things are. Because right now we are in the 24th day of the longest shutdown in American history right. of the federal government. It's which means unprecedented shit as far as, as in our government. Like sure. like many things, yeah. It is the first time this has ever happened and hundreds of thousands of federal employees are not working right now. Right. I just got back from Washington, D.C. myself, which, you know, had nothing to do with all this, but great timing because everything was just closed down. That is true. Yeah. Wait, so did you feel when you were there... That you like noticed, or I mean, first of all, have you been there before? That was my first time to DC and just kind of just striking up conversation with people around there. Like, yeah, people were a little bit, uh, people were a little bit concerned and being so central to it. I don't think there's any way that they escape like that kind of knowledge. But I I think now we're going to start to see really quickly here if, if you haven't already, like, you probably know somebody that maybe is a federal employee or at the very least, like, you know, like the DC area, because there are so many federal employees there, like they're not working. So they're not going out and spending money. They're like, everybody is just, is really, we're seeing a, like an effect in the economy right now, like a a net effect, because if you're not paying these people, essentially you just, just took a million people out of a job. So now they are desperate. And some of these stories are absolutely horrifying but people right. who can't afford medication for their kids and stuff like that people who are going hungry people who cannot who just are they're they're dying they're getting kicked out of their homes they can't um now, they you, can't get their mortgage do you think or this or is like a personal tactic or do you think this is perhaps just a way of like being stubborn and not and and withholding until he gets what he wants well i it's it's it is a temper tantrum there's really there's no other way to put it this is also you know, kind of historic as far as uh, shutdowns go, because this is as this is really over nothing. You know, this is over a five point six billion dollars for a border wall, and there are so many. But but it, but for somebody like him, it's the one thing he promised all of these people. No, for somebody like him, is that like <laughs> he he knows because what's not really being talked about as much yeah. that's also happening right now. Yeah, is that. The, the the Mueller inquiry and stuff like that, all of these things are starting to actually come to a head. 
and close. And it's actually come out in the news. So the national crisis is all a diversion and all of this other stuff. The the national crisis to to create this sort of basically if you destroy the entire infrastructure of the United States, it's almost like he's saying like there's no government. If I'm going down for high crimes, if I'm going down. The rest of this whole shit is going fucking down. Especially because there is no crisis. That is the most aggravating part about this. Because there is no border crisis. See? Okay, here. I got to, I got to actually get some numbers here. All right. So, total illegals in the U.S., there's 11.4 million. And of those, 7.5 million have been here for 10 years or more. And now, 52% of them are Mexican. Illegals crossings are, have been dropping every year since 2003. Crime rate per capita of Mexican immigrants is 0.7%. That is the vast majority of uh, uh, immigration violations. Oh, yeah, the vast majority of that is from immigration violations. And of those uh, native, native-born Americans, the equivalent rate is uh, 2.1% of people who commit crimes, so as a, on a per capita basis. Now... Social Security County Illegals is paying $7 billion in assessing SS trust fund finances because they pay taxes. State government estimations of state local taxes paid by illegal immigrants. In Texas, it was $400 million. In Georgia, $250 million. And in California, $300 million. And so Texas estimates illegals added $17.7 billion to gross state product, contributing $424 million more than the cost of government services. Also, because more people means more economic activity, and more economic activity means more jobs, getting illegal immigrants out would cause employment in Texas to drop 2.3%. Arizona would lose 140,000 jobs. Conservative policy group study shows because they would no longer be buying stuff, deporting all illegal immigrants would cause a loss of 11 million jobs. And the study says as a result, 20 years from now, the economy would be nearly 6% or $1.6 trillion smaller than it would be if the government did not remove all of those people. So as I repeat, there is no crisis. That's from uh, Kurt Eichwalden. Hey, if you, if you want some sources on that, I will be happy to show them to you. Now, all of these arguments have been made in bad faith. A wall would do next to nothing to stop people from coming in and would do absolutely nothing about drugs coming in. Plus, this $5.6 billion they're asking for is not the cost of the wall. Most estimates put building a wall like that at over $20 billion. And that's before factoring in the upkeep. It is fucking exhausting to counteract every bad faith argument. And that's exactly why they keep doing it. See, what's the most telling to me is that they seem what seems to be missing from a lot of these conversations I'm seeing about this is that a funding bill for the government was passed unanimously in the Senate and would pass the House right now until the president threw a tantrum and the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell refused to allow a vote on any new bill to open the government. So there's two people holding the shit up right now, and they're literally not allowed to do it. We have bipartisan support to fund this government without that fucking wall. So, see, they don't need the president to sign it because they can totally override it with his veto. And they keep, in the House, they keep bringing bills up and passing them to fund the government. And Mitch McConnell will not even allow any of the ones that have come through to be voted on. And so, Republican senators, they they don't want this either. Now, there are 800,000 federal workers are furloughed or working without pay over this petty demand for giant fucking effigy to to racism that will keep the most vile part of his base happy see people are being evicted from their homes and they can't get medication and literally they're just going hungry because they haven't gotten a paycheck and are about to miss a whole month of income not to mention the businesses around them are on the brink of folding right now because they rely on the patronage of the federal employees to keep them in business 
FAA inspectors are not doing proper maintenance on planes and making sure that they're even safe to fucking fly. TSA workers are calling out of work in mass. Like, this is going to ruin people's lives. It's shaving, like, whole, like, percentage points off of the GDP every goddamn day this goes by, man. Like, this is going to ruin people's lives and probably get people killed if this keeps going on. And, and this is all on the backdrop of the UK careening towards a complete self-destruction in March when Brexit triggers and they literally have no plan for what to do. And the most fucking terrifying thing of the week that I wanted to talk about are the reports that Trump wants to drop out of NATO, which I don't have t- super time to get into because I know we've been at this for like a really long time. This is a super long intro, but that is a move so unsettling it would plunge the entire world into darkness and Putin has been positioning himself to take over sizable chunks of the Baltic and Europe if that happens so it is the like the doomsday world war three scenario I have been fearing since Trump took office so shit is getting really fucking serious here and there's not a lot we can do about it uh there or there's only two people in this country who can stop this right now and they are more than willing to take the whole country down with them so stay informed don't let anyone forget who did this and why and i am sorry that uh well you know what i don't want to get too far away from the the very fun and friendly topic that we're getting into you know because this is important absolutely important and we want you guys to tune in and listen to us get more involved in this but you know for this episode, we have my good friend, Kalina. How, how do you pronounce your name? Because I never fucking actually said her last name. Uh, Luta. Luta. You know, she's a badass fucking manager at my job. I work a second job at, in a restaurant, as many fucking people um, do. Um, and she just had a baby. And she just had a baby. But you know what? Kalina is one of the most badass chicks because she's a Leo. Leo gang up in the house. You know what I'm saying? Phil's over here, like, just like, whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at notes and no, making not, sure the recording no, no. no, I'm just fucking with you. But you <laughs> know what? That's one thing Leos take pride in is when we find other Leos that we like, we're always like, yeah, that's what's up. And whether you believe in that or not, that's not to deter you from this fucking conversation of this person who's a real motherfucking person who tells you what it's like in the restaurant industry and why you should be more patient if you are one of those people who finds that when you go to a restaurant you are not being taken care of as well as you should be or you're just not getting the satisfaction that you should be and also to the people who work in restaurants why you need to step your fucking game up so it's both just like anything else anyways this is what we're going to get into in this podcast She's great. I'm not going to ruin it any more than that. I don't know anything else you have to say, Phil. Oh, no. I just thought it was a great conversation where we really kind of, you know, we took those the themes and kind of applied them to just general patience and understanding and, you know, really looked at, uh, you know, the the restaurant industry as a, as a microcosm of society. Because that's something and, we all are part of. Oh, yeah. You, her, and I, we all have that like commonality because like we're we're all part of this age where that's like that's something that not we all. We had a shitload of crazy stories that were funny. <laughs> exactly. So let's not make the people wait anymore. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and get into this, guys. Obviously, stay tuned to the end to know where to subscribe to all this shit. The Let It Bleed podcast. We're on all the places where you can go ahead and find podcast episodes at Let It Bleed Cast. You know, we're gonna t- plug plug ugh, plug all of our personal information at the end here, but just let's get right into it with Lino over here. You know, let it bleed.
the time we're here, but mm-hmm. we came when he before it was ready. Yeah, a little early. I was early. expecting you guys at eight. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so but I it works like, better okay. this way. So I had like I had like early meetings and like all the shit to do today, mm-hmm. and so I finally like was able to even just start thinking about it, like get yeah. everything all kind of connected. And there's all these wires and things I had to move. And plus, yeah. this room's usually dirty as shit before like you know everybody mm-hmm. comes over. And so, as you can see, I do a great job of like cleaning up. You know, dressing up the place. It looks like a heroin den when the rain's out. Like, I feel like it seems like we're, like, in fucking, uh, in some sort of, like, show or movie. Like, we're in Seattle or something. Or, you know. kid's going to pop out. Yeah, like, or train spotting, almost. Like, I mean, we haven't done one where we were just, like, doing opium the whole time. So, maybe that's, like, the next... You know, the next frontier. I'm trying to get Maybe my hands on some opium. The year of the opium. That year. would be so dope. Ever since Tombstone, I've just wanted to go smoke with some like Chinese dudes, like some opium somewhere and just like, you know, <laughs> see what that feels like. That yeah, that's that's one of those like, oh, okay, I've only got a you know, a year to live. Fuck cool, it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean really that's when I would do that, but or if you had it right now. But <laughs> just, just do a show. Just do a just show. Just do a show on opium. Yeah. Oh, well, man. one thing that people should not do in this life, if they could avoid it, is opium. opium. Something that people Always. should do at least once in their life. It kills more people than car crashes. Yes. Like, so why yeah. the fuck would you want to try that? I I mean, opium. I don't think in, if you smoke it is as bad as like shooting it up or anything like that. I'm talking about like the way that the like. Chinese like I, came here and re- you know like I don't know enough about it to opium say. Yeah, yeah, to it was more it's not like it's not like heroin per se so anyways back to what I was saying one thing you should not do <laughs> if you could avoid it and it should be easy because it's probably hard to find is opium something that most people should do here at least once in their lifetime mm-hmm. to make them a better human being per se in this city I'm not sure it would be that difficult. no 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 no, no, no. Yeah. something something different I have heard the police refer to this as heroin beach o- opium though Dude, it's like I yeah. believe it yeah I believe it right well I don't like it's it's weird when it's so out of your own experience because I don't know well actually I don't think I know anybody that like yeah. you know fucks around like that yeah I can only think of one time where I've seen somebody kind of slowly descend to that and that was really like kind of sad to watch and just yeah. get into alcohol and it's figured out what cheap it's legal and it's fucking you got alcohol you've got yeah. marijuana you've got so many things that are better than that and just ruin your liver the old-fashioned way with a bottle of right. vodka like I'm doing right now Straight up. And, Cucumber uh, and mint. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Don't mint. do any of these things, people. <laughs> Be good. But you should, if you have not already. You should and for your food. children, make them fucking work in a restaurant. I swear. People, I think I it's like there's two types of people in Amen. this world. There's people who have worked in some sort of like service industry mm-hmm. and people who have not. Yep. And most of the time it shows. Don't get me wrong. There <laughs> Dude, are people. Definitely yeah, I'm saying most of the time. I'm going to give a little bit of leeway to the people who just like they at least just go out enough to know like they have the etiquette down. They right. understand or they know people. They're at least compassionate. Mm-hmm. They're empathetic. They have friends that are in the industry that they're in the know. But there are some fucking people that just you never want to go. Okay, that way. <laughs> so I just got off of work. Just you got off. Just, just had a baby. You just had a okay, baby. So I just you got a off busy of work. day. Thank you. So I I worked a lunch shift today. So right when I get in, get in at eleven. Restaurant opens at eleven. Lady calls in, says, "Hey, I'm going to be there at eleven thirty. Can I put my order in now?" 
Yeah, sure. So I take your order down. Right? Why do you do that? No, don't do that. No, I just did that. it. I just, oh. I mean, dude, I just got in. I don't care. You just got in. I just had a baby, <laughs> so I really don't care. It's the least of my problems right now. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So I take it down. Hits 11.15. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to put it in yet. Put it in at 11.18. And she comes in. She gets a sandwich. And she's like, oh, my sandwich, my fries are cold. Can I get some more? I'm like, Bitch, what the fuck? That's what the fuck you get for putting your order in before you fucking get here. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah. And she's like, oh, sorry. It's like the little annoying ass things like that. Yeah. That just set you over the edge and you're just like, you know what? I'm done with it. Well, I do like, wait, did you actually like? (laughs) No, I didn't. I didn't call her a bitch or anything, but I was, but I had told her. I'm like, oh, wait, this isn't just going (laughs) in your head. Although I've seen, I've seen you, you do what I do. You do what I do, and I've learned. I think it just kind of comes naturally to us. Maybe it's because we're Leos, you know, Leo gang up in the house, Leo takeover. Uh, No, but my friend Monica used to do this too. She taught me how to like really get your point across without ever having to say (laughs) anything, you know, with your face, your body language, (laughs) your tone of voice, just the way you can make some somebody like just feel like realize how stupid they're being, but they they can't say nothing because you're doing it. You know, it's just um, like writing on that like. Okay, that one so, point. <laughs> no, you're right. So she comes up holding the basket. And in my head, I'm like, she's already, I know what she's going to do. So she hands it to me and she's like, oh, um, the fries are cold. Can I get them? Can I get hot fries? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll fix that right away. But that's just what happens when you call in your food ahead. Yeah. And she looked at me. She's like, I'm sorry. And like turned around and sat back down. Totally. I mean, I fixed it I, for yeah, her, I, but I was kind of just like. Yeah. That really is like the crucible of learning how to like throw shade, you know? Right. Oh, I'm and the able master to, of like, throwing Because you shade. can't say, fuck you. Right. You know? Right. It's like, it's like a very valuable life skill. But you know? these it's are. Like team sports. <laughs> what, yeah. I'm not trying to. Deal to... With complete assholes. Yeah. yeah and, and make them feel shit. Without. Like, I'm definitely not trying to be presumptuous, but, like, these people, it's pretty, it's kind of easy to see that, like, these are the people that went to school, studied really hard, you know, like, got good grades, and they went straight into whatever career that they had chosen when they were, like, 11 years old, Mm -hmm. and never once worked in a restaurant, like, or any sort of, like, service industry. So, though they may be intelligent or whatever, they lack complete common sense. I like literally. when it comes to that very thing, like complete common it sense. It comes down I feel to... like you might be giving them maybe a little bit too much credit. You know? <laughs> because typically somebody who has, who lacks like the basic empathy that it takes to understand how difficult right. the job is or, or, or the toughness of it. And just somebody who would default to assuming that you are stupid because you couldn't figure out how to get the fries there hot when she called. Like, yeah. somebody with that level of dissonance is probably a, you know, a privileged fucking dick. Yeah. Like, they've probably been like that the whole time. And I don't know if it's, like, just because they don't... I think there is uh, enough in their personality that's already there. Right. And mm-hmm. that is pretty common with somebody who has never had to work in the service industry yeah. before. Right. Like... I, I think it's safe to assume like eh, you're you're probably kind of an asshole. I don't think anybody <laughs> just doesn't know that yeah. it's difficult to like do this sometimes. Oh, I don't know, man. I think that like especially at our restaurant, and I don't think we're not going to go in to say exactly what it is. Yeah. I think that they're and you know, I'm not even going to go into stereotypes like really like completely. I'm just saying right. I'm I'm just breaking it down to like the people that either know or they mm-hmm. don't know, and you know these people like just really just don't get it, and and, and it's just. Oh, I, I don't, I don't understand my life. Yeah. And you know, you're just like, fuck dude. Like, 
what what can I say right now or or do to like you know make you understand without making you feel stupid because you're being fucking stupid. You're like, being an okay, idiot. So our food comes out like piping freaking hot, as you know. It does. When people tell me that their food came out like freezing cold, I want to like slap the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Our the way that we cook our food, it boils within thirty seconds. Like water boils within thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. And so when you assume that your food's coming out of these hot ass, you know, kettles, uh-huh. and you, I get, I place it on your table, and then you have the audacity to tell me that your food's cold. Right. Oh my god. So one of the things I wonder, um, I don't know if you've ever checked them. I hate Yelp, but like I am kind of curious. I do check. Is to see like I'm mad if that people I do. Yelp about like their DoorDash shit. Or Postmates or whatever they the fuck do. it is. And so, like, how many times do they complain about their food being cold on that? Because then that Not would be often. fucking retarded. Then most of the time they complain on how long it took or they didn't get bread. <laughs> so <laughs> this is, is the... Which is free, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. But the culture that we live in, like, we... Okay, so, like, we are too lazy in a sense, to go get fast food, which was designed and created for us to fucking, yeah. like, that's oh. already, like, made us super lazy. Like, you go through a drive-thru, you get your food, you bring it home, and you eat it, like, within yeah. 20 minutes at most, or right? you're eating it while you're driving. You know, something that should take you forever. Like, if yeah. you're, you know, cooking like, a, like a, a human being should, you know, cook and sit down and eat your food with somebody else. We we already got past that stage of laziness. Yeah. We are now willing to pay like, like thirteen wait. extra dollars. It takes pants. Mm, yeah, no. exactly. We're no. willing to pay thirteen extra dollars to have something take like literally three times as long to get here yeah. and cold, and then want to go on Yelp and complain about it. <laughs> like this is fucking stupid. So when I'm it's like crazy. randomly going through Yelp looking for like a restaurant just to go eat at in the neighborhood. And then you see like McDonald's pop up. And I'm like, <laughs> Who the fuck is writing a Yelp review about McDonald's? And then like the, the damn McDonald's on Tustin fucking Avenue has two and a half stars. Like, what the fuck do you expect? Oh my god, I had never even thought to like go look at McDonald's Yelp reviews, like or any fast food chain, because so you gotta be a goddamn funny. maniac to be like, wait a minute, what is this Wendy's? They thing? have yeah, Yelp, they have right? Yelp reviews yeah. for craters. Like for like hiking spots, bro. Dude, this they is weird. Really they do. do. They like, do. like this hike was okay. They Mother do. Nature kind of fucked up right. on this one. Right. <laughs> like she didn't really deliver exactly. the way she did with fucking right. you know Yosemite. It's okay, <laughs> but like will not return. Yeah. Would you recommend? Would you recommend to your friends? I would. The fucking park by your house will not return. Okay, so every McDonald's within like a four mile radius uh, is hovering around a two star (laughs) rating. This is incredible. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna pipe it. You guys keep going. I'm gonna pipe in because this. There's no way this is not going to be. Dude, I'm telling you, people write reviews about McDonald's, about Taco Bell, about Del Taco. What do they say about Taco Bell? Okay, to be honest, I low-key wanted to write one about Taco Bell. <laughs> about- okay, so, but but I mean, I didn't because it was just ridiculous. Like, come on, it's fast food. So, <laughs> I was I pregnant. What- I was fucking like eight months pregnant. And they came out with the nacho fries. And I'm pregnant and all I want is goddamn nacho fries. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they took them away. No, no. So, I... <laughs> My fiance drives through the drive-thru 
and we're trying to order and nobody's answering and like i looked it up on yelp <laughs> it was like they closed at like midnight i should we showed up at like 10 30 and nobody answered the little speaker so we drive up to the window and i swear we see fucking employees like ducking and hiding from us i was so mad oh that oh, would that, that would infuriate me like too that. I'm like, I see you. Like, yeah. I see you. Just give me some goddamn fries. I put on oh, fucking pants. I know, right? Okay, I came over I'm here. Fucking I fucking appreciate how hard we work to get to the fast food place now. <laughs> Don't they know we could have just fucking opened the app and said for them to come to us? That is right. bullshit, man. Sheesh. So, There's also what now? Like I just realized the people who write super positive reviews for McDonald's are probably <laughs> crazier than the ones who write the negative ones. Right? This one's just like... The McRib is back, my son's new favorite, and the McNuggets are good as usual. I like this location. Like, like what? Why? Right? Why would you even take the clearly 15 seconds that it took out of her day to sit and write that? Like, and there wasn't even a, like there wasn't even to an tell outlet. your neighborhood that oh my goodness, these people should hear about this place, fucking McDonald's. There, they have no idea, man. There wasn't even like an ounce of fucking sarcasm in that whatsoever either. Really that was like a like, purely like I purely enjoyed this great food. <laughs> like, this is <laughs> I recommend. I will be back. Oh, these some of these have gotta be bots. This person's name is Fast Food P. I'm pretty sure that's not right. And your face is not a cheeseburger with an American flag sticking out of it, sir. But you left a five star updated review. On McDonald's, what? Updated. That means you you went back and changed it again. To I ordered the triple cheeseburger and apple pie for three ninety nine. The beef was good and the cheese was overflowing. That is a weird adjective, and I'm not sure that's positive. <laughs> Doesn't like Yelp a patriotic meal from this drive through? Okay, this person should be put on some kind of terrorist watch. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Russian. They're this fucking is... Russians trying to get us diabetes. So that we can't vote. So that that that's because we're too lazy to go. Because we're too. I mean, they already got us on that. It probably was their damn fault why we're too lazy. They invented Postmates and shit. I'm convinced of it. They fucking Dude, created DoorDash. Right? Bro. They fucking did, bro. The Russians are fucking us over. And then like oh DoorDash God. and Postmates, they add like like a five dollar charge for them to come like deliver it to that's you. That's what I'm saying. So then you feel like an even more piece of shit. Like I'm gonna spend like eight more dollars for them to bring it to me. Right. Rather than getting in my car and just going to go get it myself. I like I mean, Kim L from five months ago. Order Uber Eats, got our food. My Big Mac. Period. That's the whole sentence. <laughs> How can I eat this bread, cheese, lettuce, mac sauce? It's a sonnet. That is the entire yeah. Is there, <laughs> is this a cry for help? No. Like what is happening? Nick Jason one constructs star. more better. Nick Jason constructs better fucking. You oh know, my god. Better messages than that. I this is just one way to really drive the point home that there is no hope for any of us getting anything done ever because apparently half the fucking country is illiterate. I can't. I mean, read Taco Bell was voted the number one Mexican restaurant just in the country. Saying, I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. Like, I'm all for Taco Bell, but that does say something right there. If the fucking country as a whole voted for Taco Bell as the number one fast food, or the number one Mexican food restaurant. Dude, people go where Taco Bell closes down and gets taken out of the freaking city to do a candlelit vigil, do a candlelit vigil for the damn Taco Bell. What? They're doing yes. candlelit vigils for Taco Bell. Google it. I would be no. there. I'm not There's saying that I wouldn't be there. Taco Bell locations where customers came and did a candlelit vigil because that Taco Bell closed. 
there's just something about Taco Bell that is just, you know, I, I, I don't know what it is because I'm one of those people. But, like, I seriously can't go to a stand-up comedy uh, open mic and not hear at least one bit that goes into Taco Bell from somebody. Like, everybody's always going into Taco Bell. There's, like, something about this. Like, Taco Bell is just... It, it, it's a relatable cultural experience. And, you know, like, the heartbroken locals hold candlelit vigil for Taco <laughs> Bell that burned down. I told you. And subheader, it's Nacho Ordinary Visual. Oh, my God. You know what? I can't. Bravo, David Moy of HuffPost. Bravo. <laughs> Was that you? No. Are you going undercover changing David, your last name? I'm so yeah, just changing the last name a little bit. Oh, he just he just took the two letters off the end. I yeah. swear right? though, I could be <laughs> the official spokesperson for Taco Bell. Like I think I've already been effective on the West Coast, at least the regional. And like, you, you do look like a little Mexican Chihuahua. So. Yeah, you know <laughs> totally. I if I get tagged in another fucking Taco Bell post, you know, I swear I'm gonna like make all of them buy me a like fucking chalupa. Dude, you should just be sponsored. I should be straight up as the day that I say I'm gonna stop fucking eating bad food again because <laughs> get sponsored for what dude fucking crunch traps <laughs> every day bro yeah talk about every hey, time you yeah record. you wanted to be sponsored by hurricane i want to be sponsored by taco bell we have different needs okay honestly i, I would do it this. if i just got if i got a gordita like per episode dude that's the it's just great how it literally is something that is divided so equally down the middle i have yet to find something else that is so divided down the middle like they try to get in arguments about like burger joints and stuff but like the burger joints that like for fast food, you know, because obviously there are places that like, you know, restaurants that have amazing burgers. But when you're comparing in and out to other places, it's just funny the like selections that people actually try to compare to them. Like five guys. Like get the fuck out of here. Dude, get five the... guys ain't shit. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. whack, bro. It's like $13. Might as well go to fucking Red Robin, pay overpriced shit for like all these choices. I like Red Robin. I like, I do like, that's what I'm saying. You might as well go to Red Robin. Yeah. And Red Robin's not great, but it's good enough, yeah. you know, for what it is. But In-N-Out is consistent. It's not that expensive. And it fucking always makes you feel good. No matter what. Like, even if you're a vegan, mm, you're like... Mm, debatable. I know. That's debatable. very debatable. I didn't eat... I still eat In-N-Out seldomly, but I didn't eat it for a long time because yeah. when I was eating, like, super healthy and really good, oh, I swear to God, I smelled an In-N-Out and you're I would just be out of commission for, like, good. a fucking you're day. crazy. I, even when I was healthy... so heavy. There's even, so yeah, much fucking really, grease really in there. Really and it's not, like, anywhere close to good for you. It's, you know, I know it's nice that you can, like, see them make it there. But yo, that shit is so fucking bad. That's crazy. That's healthy for you. No, it's It's fucking fresh. It's like, you know, made with fucking just fresh ingredients and yeah. In love. Everybody gets it like I'm in like the the cool kids corner because I know about animal style fries and shit like that. Like the people who made a Facebook video. If you don't know about animal style fries, then fucking I don't like it. It's, I mean, they're fries by themselves. It's just like, oh, hey, you want, you want some more mayonnaise with your fucking fried right? potatoes, you fat piece of shit? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, I actually do. I do want actually, that. Oh, actually. Yeah. But when you're comparing it to like five guys, or the only other place I think maybe like the habit would be good. Dude, but there's I not that. With the habit. Habit's okay, great. The habit's they're like green the habit. bean fries. Habit's bomb, but there's not that many of them. So like when people yeah. just go around talking shit on in and out, you're like, shut up. Fuck you. You know, because if yeah. you got that way with In and Out, then you'd get that way with every other burger place. Then oh, I don't really get that way with any fucking fast food joint. Right. No, I'm talking. About, I don't like, have that much got, personal investment. If you in got it. sick, like if you mm-hmm. got sick at the smell of it when you were eating healthy. Oh, uh, okay. Then okay. all the rest of them would only make you probably die. Yeah. Yeah. No. I so didn't, like, comparatively, it's fucking amazing. But 
it's still not like a split straight down the middle the way Taco Bell. It's a pretty Taco low is. bar you're setting, but I that is technically correct. There mm-hmm. you go, back on the Taco Bell. Taco Anyways, Bell. let's get back into the real restaurant business. You know, like why... what actually matters and just pisses me. Yeah, off. so like <laughs> obviously working in the restaurant business will give you that sort of you know uh, compassion for you know anybody who works hard at all. <laughs> you know, like because it's not as easy as people think, and the whole like mentality behind like especially the non-tipper people out there in the oh, world, the people yeah. that try to justify like not tipping at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, they should have went and got a better job. You know, it's like yeah. the same people that wear uh, New Balance and call <laughs> the cops on fucking people throwing barbecues out mm. in the park and shit. Mm. <laughs> you know, they should have got a better job. It's not my fault. Yeah. I shouldn't have to pay for them. The restaurant should just do that. I mean, if we had set that up originally, like ahead of time, like sure. But your like insistence on, you know, fighting the power and changing the system like uh no you're just being a fucking dick right kind of cheap everybody needs to work because they don't understand like well they're getting paid out really it's like dude like we are getting taxed like a motherfucker i can't i like hourly i for sure pay to go to work like (laughs) i pay to go to work the only benefit of going to work is because of the fact that like you're making that quick cash right then and there you don't have to wait for like a check to come into your account you know so like that the taxation it fucks you over because like we have to tip out of the money that we're having to get yeah. taxed on yeah. and so you know yeah it says that we should make like you know 160 dollars but you got the busters you got the you kitchen you the got kitchen, these people that you got to do all this stuff for mm-hmm. and every restaurant's different but ours is very unique you know our restaurant's smaller and so like the busters do a lot more like fast-paced work i feel like than Those a lot of other dogs. restaurants mm-hmm. and so you have to oh like you know kind of give them more than you would in other restaurants which yeah. i think in other restaurants depending on the restaurants they you know they do or they don't everything's kind of unique in that way but mm-hmm. ours they make good money but we're the ones getting taxed on that right as the servers you know mm-hmm. and so like when you do the math like and you go to tax you know pay your taxes and get your taxes back and you're in like, why am I fucking owing? You don't record like a thousand dollars. You don't record what you pay out though. I just started what recording like it. How you mean every single shift recorded? Yes. You're supposed yeah. to. Dude, I have a freaking. See, this is where I don't have no. No, this, this is where I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now this year. I just started it. Every day that I'm working, I'm writing down how much I'm walking out with. And then how much I'm tipping out. But is that yeah, supposed to like, 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 how like do they believe you on that? that? Like, uh, yeah. There's how, an app somebody uses. Like, the I don't know. But where's the legitimate, like how, okay, so my question to you is, and I want to know, I, I, I've never really thought you could do this before, but how, what's to stop you from lying completely about that? You know, to where they're going to, like, will they honor that? That's like, why you get a tax person that's not scared to go to prison. <laughs> straight up yo now i don't know exactly how it is done but like they they do you're supposed to like claim your own tips and i think uh, yeah. a certain like there's a certain percentage to it or something yeah like when we that. clock out at the end of every shift it gives you a percent the minimum and like yeah. to override that you have to have a manager do it but even then so, it's like you either claim nothing or that and so you don't want to do that because then what if you get started you start getting audited and shit well, but when, it's, it's when we do payroll and stuff at the end, it set, it shows how much. Yeah, all those numbers get recorded. Are, are declaring, and then we just end. Okay, so but that's my that's my point is like we're supposed to declare a minimum amount, mm-hmm. but that's more than what we're walking with yeah. every time. So like, when we clock out, it would say like, okay, you have to declare one twenty, but you're walking out with like eighty. Right. Exactly. But that's because but- of the tip out. You're tipping because you're tipping out buses, you're tipping out the are you not recording the tip out from there? Je- I don't. Some people don't. I never did I because I, I didn't know you could. To. I didn't know that was a thing you could take to them and be like, yeah, like because then you know my question 
jumping forward would be like. No, but yeah, but my thing was like, I guess my assumption, which was probably false, yeah, it, uh, would be that like they would say, "Well, what do you, what is this? What do you mean? Like, what's to stop you from?" Saying that you know you walk maybe with, take but, that extra step if you do record it and have the guys like ignition. But the POS system like is like that is recorded in there. Like right. if they wanted to audit you, they would audit that. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but like, I mean, yeah, anybody could lie. But like they, stuff. <laughs> that. But there's also credit card transactions, so they can follow the credit card transactions. Tips, back. No. Cash tips. Cash, you don't always. Yeah, right. You don't. But that's not what I'm saying though, because like they they are keeping track based on your sales, you know, and not how much you tip out. So like my question is like, how are they gonna, what how are they gonna know exactly how much you tipped out to your guys? Because we do kind of unless you when you do your checkout you print out two, and you keep one. I mean, I mean, yeah, but that still tells you only what you are supposed to claim. It doesn't say how much you tip to them. The system at my it, old it does. spot Remember would ask you like what you tipped out. But we tip kitchen. more to the busters than that. Write it down. <laughs> yeah, this is like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get what you do see what I'm saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's still like, they could be like, well, you could have just changed that. You fucking liar. I just don't know these things. If I could get away with it, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to fucking, because I deserve it. Like, I'm go the last couple years, because like the last three years, it was like 500 one year and the last mm-hmm. two years have been over a thousand and then I have to pay yeah. in taxes at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That's fucking ridiculous. And I was working three jobs. Yeah. You know, it's like in this country, the more you work, the more at, you but the, like, you know, but the more you make, you don't have to make, you like the yeah. more money you make for the less work, you don't have to mm-hmm. pay that much more money. Yeah. yeah like, that makes sense. Fucking backwards like it that. totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, it's not fair. You know, no, it's, fuck that. You know, it's a fun fact is that we don't actually have to be like sending our, sending them like what we made and all this stuff, all this tax forms and how mm. complicated everything is and why you need to have a fucking CPA and tax person. They have all that information already and already complete. They could actually send it to you uh, every year. And say, hey, does this look right to you? And you say, yeah. And you just say, okay. Or you just ignore it and just assume they got it right. That is, they have the capability to do that 100%. I don't know if I like that though, because they would probably try to fuck you. That's why they sent you the thing. And if you don't like it, then you could, you could, you could test it and say, oh, there was this, there was this going on. I feel like there's too many people out there. And it's sad to say that like, will not be able to fight for themselves on that issue though. Like, I feel like they wouldn't be able to go. You realize everybody is getting fucked now yeah because yeah. they don't know how but to fight a, for themselves but it's a reverse thing. case in point you've probably been claiming a lot more than you had to, oh than you thought you had to totally well you know i've gone to i've gone to other uh because i usually use my my mom's pretty good at it she does it and still goes to a tax person like so she'll do it on her own and then still go to like get like a second opinion on it yeah. and shit and, and you know she's well, done they it have for a me. business and everything so huh don't they have a business who my Your mom. mom and no, yeah. my mom works. Uh, my mom works corporate at Wells Fargo, so she understands finance and oh, she okay. understands like you know banking and mm-hmm. and and shit like that. And she's always trying to teach me, which it just like yeah, right, whatever. Ooh, she did not do a good job. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, no. Well, she no, she did do her the best. I did the better job at just not giving a fuck. <laughs> you know, that's that's what happened. Um, as it will with just about anything you try to tell me to do because I'm a Leo stubborn ass motherfucker hey, over here, Leo gang. Yeah. For real. So anyway, uh, I didn't fucking know any of this shit and she's, you know, like trying to help me obviously. And we go to these other, uh, the tax people and it's just like, well, yeah, you should next year, you know, make sure that you claim this and that. I'm like, huh? 
And I was like, yeah, my mom every time. You could pay attention and then like, you know, (laughs) get it off. A little bit, but I would still, I would still be (laughs) owing, even if it's not a thousand, it would still be like, you know, five hundred dollars or three hundred. Like, like most people come back and they say, "Yeah, I made like a couple thousand dollars off my tax return." Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. How does that happen? I know that's most people, but yeah, not most people. Well, but I mean, if you, I I might, if you I'll, I'll take thirty money. fucking bucks back. Yeah. <laughs> Give me yeah. thirty fucking dollars. So keep your receipts and, and take some notes. You know, I get know. a little system in place. It all man. comes back around. I got one hundred and twenty-four dollars today in my as a bonus from my work meeting, my annual mm-hmm. work meeting. Uh, it was definitely the lowest end of the totem, though, compared to the $3,000 in cash that some of the other fucking dudes got handled. But I was still stoked. I was like, 124 bucks I did not have before today. I didn't even know about it. I didn't even anticipate this at all. I was like, fuck it, yeah. I'm so gonna... that's why you got the fancy kettle one today. I, well, this is her. She's oh putting God. this. I'm going to go buy some. Right. I'm going to go buy some, some hey. bullshit. <laughs> oh, hey. kettle, kettle. I should yeah. just be sponsored by Kettles. Well, if there's one takeaway, it's fuck like TurboTax and all them. They're the ones who like lobby to keep this shit super complicated and make sure that you have to go to them and that like you lose out on a bunch of money every year because of that. Really it's do. to make themselves necessary. And this is That's where the only I used reason. TurboTax once and that was like when I first started working. So I was, you know, inputting everything that was on my W-2 and then I got like $300 back. The next year, I made about the same amount of money, but I actually took it to a tax person. I got like two G's back. So hmm. I don't know what the hell TurboTax is doing, but well, it's not accurate. Well, I just know that they're making it harder on all of us to keep themselves essential. I mean, same with yeah. the tax, same with your tax yeah, guy yeah. too. Like, there's like CPA lobby mm-hmm. groups that actually like you know are actively working against simplifying the tax system mm-hmm. and making it so that people like you know you don't need to have a fucking finance degree to understand all this it's shit. It's just technology, dude. Everything is is coming to where it's just taking away from us actually interacting with people. Right. Like you have options where you don't even have to go get your food again. You have DoorDash, you have Postmates, you have all that stuff. Everything is is compatible with your damn phone. That's yeah. That's true. Like I don't like I see it in myself sometimes where like you actually have to call to do something and I'm like I don't want to call to do it. Just text me. Send me an email. Let me do it from my phone. Right. And then you just like, well, now all of my, you know, people skills gone down the drain. But then, of course, I go back into serving and then get pissed off again and just want to do it from my phone. It's, <laughs> Says, it's Text me your order. I got you. Text me your order. I got it. It's all forcing us into this like weird new thing where where when you didn't have to think about mm-hmm. practicing social skills and talking to people right. as like a almost like a muscle that you need to work out. You know, yeah. there's never been a time in history where we could really just like let that atrophy, mm-hmm. you know. And even before when there was, you're like, oh, it's that crazy Mountain Willie who like lives <laughs> up there by himself. And then he comes back into town to like shit in a fucking trash can and then run back into the woods. Like, no, those are the crazy people, you know. And now when we've Basically. like, we've got this world where people can live, we can live amongst each other without talking to each other like that. Yeah. And we're realizing, oh, that is something that isn't just inherent that you actually do have to work on that. And so now it's again, it's like when we used to have to hunt for food. Now we're just like. Oh man, we have to put on pants to get in our car to go to the drive-thru and realize like, oh shit, okay, no, we actually have to do, we actually have to be thoughtful and like work towards talking with each other and shit like that. It's, it's half the reason that I fucking force myself to, like, it's like we force ourselves to do this every week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like we need, we need to have this because it's super easy to just Oh my gosh, I was just talking about it uh, because then you're stuck in traffic and then, you know, listening to music, it kind of is just like repetitive and, you know, it kind of just, I've noticed that like, 
just listening to like the same songs over and over again. I'm yeah. Just, I'm not even listening anymore. Right. To the point. So I started listening to podcasts. I'm like driving. I'm like, Haha, yeah, you know, it's and a different form of stimulation. Exactly. So, I mean, what you guys are doing. Is exactly awesome. the same way it was for me driving down all the time. And you're right. Like the music just, it was more aggravating than anything. Like you run out of music to like inspire you, to make yeah. you feel good. And so here you go. You just got this like, you know, thing where you can find this shit on these long drives that you might yeah. not even be completely paying attention yeah. to but you'll find that you actually are paying attention to them and yeah. it makes the time go by so much faster and then it's just like wait this is you can do this anybody could do this mm-hmm. like why are we not doing this like yeah. we can fucking do this you know it's like the last as i've said before many times on here it is really just like the last form of like free form un you know uncensored just right. whatever the fuck you want like yeah. you know media out there that mm-hmm. you could just put out there i mean i guess you could do like video and whatever but like yeah like let's go ahead and get right into this you know now kind of giving the history because we're talking about the restaurant industry we're talking about how you know most people like kind of should get into it or at least like a lot of people that we know have been in it how did you come to have your first job in the service industry um when i graduated high school so before I graduated, I started applying places like, you know, I need to work, blah, blah, blah. So I started working at Adventure City. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so you've been all over because you're like all over the place. That's on, over there in my, my other hood. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was working at Adventure City and I was a server in the party station. Dude. Dude. So whoa. I was turning up with these like three-year-olds. Oh, <laughs> I remember. Like, I used to get down. Drinking Mountain Dew and shit. Yeah, That's dude, like we got like the high C fruit punch. High C. Oh, and some pizza. So, I'll fuck a Capri Sun up. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck oh, yeah. Man. Yep. So, so that's where I started, to be completely honest. Um, and then I got into uh, retail, and I absolutely fucking hated it. Where did you work in retail? Retail, I worked at Big Five, and then I worked at Disneyland. Oh. Man, retail so is all the fun of restaurants. So in, in retail, what were like some of the, if, off the top of your head, the most ridiculous things that have happened to you in, the, in like... You Trying know, to return some shit without a receipt. Like, just... That and and honestly, working at Disneyland was just fucking horrible. Wait, what did you do at Disneyland, dude? I worked in retail. I worked. I worked on. Um, I worked in the Emporium on Main Street. Oh, I got fired because I got in a fight. So I got fired from there too. Oh, yeah. After three months. Where did you I worked work? in food. I worked in foods though. Hold on, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. What happened with this? I need to hear this story. All right, so so I I show up to work. I'm just mad. I'm not in a good mood. I just got my wisdom teeth taken out. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. They didn't give me my day off, right? So I get off. I, I go in. You know, you have to take a, a shuttle to Disneyland, and it's like a 20-minute shuttle. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. I know all about First it. of all, the parking <laughs> is fucking shit. So uh-huh. you got to walk over there. Sit there, wait for a shuttle, and then get your ass there. Wait, so do you have to be a half hour early to work? Like, yeah, basically, basically. an hour early. You got to plan to go. Like, yeah, yeah. And if you if you bullshit. if you work far, you have to walk. I worked in the very back, so you had to walk all the way around, and that's where you clock in. They give you a five minute like grace period. Grace period on when you clock in. I feel like you be you better give me one of those goddamn electric <laughs> scooters or some shit. Like so, when you clock out, if your scheduled clock out time is twelve. Or two forty-five. You got to leave fifteen minutes before that. So yeah, by the time so you, you got, by the time you got to your car, it was two forty-five, and you're able to go home. Oh, right. how nice of them! Yeah, right. right? But because only because of the fact that you got to show up. Then did you real quick before we get back to yeah. your, you telling the story? Did you show up already in your uniform, or did you change in the casting station? I would show up already in my uniform. Okay. 
So, which was also bad. They didn't like you walking around anywhere else outside anywhere of else yeah. in your damn you know, uh, costume. You'd have to go straight there so you couldn't fuck yeah. around. So I get there, clock in. I'm already pissed off. I'm going around. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I was like 18, mm-hmm. walking around mad because my fucking mouth hurt, and I want Vicodin. I also smoked a bowl before I got there. So I'm just like all types of feeling some type of way. Uh-huh. Right? So then somebody comes up to me and she's just like, I'm not, I'm like, I swear to God, she was on crack. And she's like, I'm not having a good fucking time here. I was like, I'm sorry. But like in my head, I'm like, and neither am I because I'm fucking here. Homegirl swings at me. What? I'm fucking mad. I swing back. Is she a worker or no? Uh, just a just, random yeah, lady like, swung on I'm you. I'm telling you, just I'm not having a good time here. I'm not having a good time here. And just start swing. swinging. <laughs> and I'm like, that's why I said she was on crack. She was on some type of shit because oh I mean goodness. I've gone to Disneyland multiple times under the influence anyway, so whatever. Yeah. But so I was just like. Oh. And they didn't have any camera to show this sort of thing no, whatsoever for your I'm case. Pretty sure they. It was like in the Emporium. There was like a little corner, kept corner where. There wasn't much going on there. Right, so right. it was like around that area, like right where I would walk out, where employees like walk out happened Damn. right there. That is some that is some luck right there. Like and the I'm one mad. spot in the camera. You think you she, she hit was like me. Mickey or some you shit hit me, like... I'ma hit you back. I don't give a fuck. She's a fucking Samoan and Mexican over here. She's not like like I wouldn't <laughs> I'm like them to get... of yeah. hothead. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and like, you, too. <laughs> you swing on me, I'ma swing back. You know what I mean? Yeah. You swung on me, I swung back, boom, got fired. All right, so <laughs> yeah you know what I mean like, how long did you work you? there though why, oh. why did she choose you out of all the fucking people that's just like, that's an unfortunate know. fucking circumstance like one of those villains like leave me the fuck alone like leave me alone but nothing happened to her no what this is crazy I don't know this anyways, is crazy anyways I got fired so after working at Disneyland I worked for <laughs> wait how long real quick how long did you work there though I worked wait. at Disneyland for maybe I want to say like four months. So and I it felt like, like forever, right? It felt like Dude, open season on cast members. I feel like we need to test this theory. Like, can I, I just go and dude, just like kick Pluto I was three night? months. It felt like three years, bro. I'm telling you. Everyone that I've met that has worked at Disneyland fucking hated it. There's yeah. two types of people. People who work at Disneyland and leave or get fired or people who work there and are crazy as fuck. Yeah. Because they're just like, they're that type of person that yeah. they're like, they're made for Disneyland. They're like, hee hee hee. Like they're always yeah. perky and shit. They're always like Okay, fucking... so have you ever gone? Okay, so when you go, like you notice this. So Disneyland does this thing where they're, um, they're a union, obviously. So the longer you've been there, the better shifts you get. So if you go during the day, you're going to notice a bunch of old ass people working. Obviously, because they've been there 40 fucking miserable years Mm -hmm. and they're there. So when you see the shift change, it's when the sun starts going down and now you start to see all the college kids and the younger adults. And I swear to God, it's the funniest thing ever, because the last time I went, we were in line for like Dole Whip. You know, that's a long ass line. And the park was about to close, like maybe like 15 minutes before the park closed. So obviously everybody's pissed off, just like in the restaurant industry. Never go into a restaurant 15 minutes before they're about to close. Fuck that. You're about to get the shittiest service <laughs> of your life. But I'm like, oh, it's Disneyland. Fuck it. You know, like they should, you know, it's Disneyland. So I get there. I get up front. I pay for my, my goddamn Dole Whip. <laughs> and... <laughs> The, the cast member handing out the Dole Whips starts yelling at a guest that had paid and like walked away. But she had the worst damn attitude. She's like, excuse me, excuse me, you forgot your damn change. I'm like, oh, shit. What? Whoa, oh my who God. gets mad about that? 
Disneyland people, I'm telling you, don't shit. ever work there. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never right. experienced that. That's like some Knott's Berry no. Farm shit. No, you get like that, it's <laughs> some Six Flags Knott's Berry Dude, farm. I was like walking by Knott's Berry Farm. I'm like, how do they even employ these people? They were like kids. Like, first of all, they're at those like carnival games, like the basketball, yeah. you know, on a Tuesday afternoon when nobody is playing that fucking it's, game. It's basically like a stationary <laughs> year-round carnival of like like one of those traveling ones with like the like the creepy like oh no. it's what you go to but like you're just like is an employee here like what like what it's yeah. definitely like if you what look you're on saying. like the Megas oh list map there's God. just one giant red dot over Knott's Berry Farm. I just remembered to okay so everyone who who's ever worked at Disneyland now works at fucking Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> no, that's I not true because I don't work at Knott's Berry Farm. I don't work there. Two people that I know two that I worked with at Disneyland Everyone. works at fucking Knott's Berry Farm now. That sounds like two people, <laughs> but that is a lot of people. <laughs> Send me all the resumes, Knott's Berry Farm. You guys all worked at Disneyland. So after, <laughs> so after I worked at- Or didn't get a hired or got fired. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. So after I worked at Disneyland- I um, was working for the Huntington Beach Union High School District Mm -hmm. in the special ed department. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So I have really good patients, okay, just based off of that. So it was mild mod special ed, so the kids that, like, just couldn't pay attention for the dear life of them Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I would go, I'd be, like, the teacher aide Mm -hmm. and, you know, grade papers, help the kids understand basic math problems. Um, So I did that for two years. Until I realized, like, well, math is changing. I can't, I can't comprehend any of this anymore. <laughs> well, so they they were upping it on yeah, them though too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was just if like, you couldn't understand it. That's then. what I'm saying. That's why I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> oh, shit. But so you were fo- you were like following the classroom. It's just like the curriculum, the curriculum yeah, for the that cur- grade level yeah, was just getting harder and harder. All started changing. Oh. So I'm like, and then the different way of like just doing math just changed and i was like although i will say that most of the people i know in like special education classes not maybe not most i don't know that many but they're way smarter at math than i am (laughs) like they're just better at that kind of shit like you know they 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 lack other skills and other things but like when it comes to that shit like my brother my brother you know was always like the guy that we would just like ask to fix any electronic like thing that was wrong in the house like you know Mm -hmm. a sort Mm -hmm. of like savant sort of thing like yeah. You know, like whatever we're lacking, it's because their brain is, or whatever we think they're lacking, it's just because their brain is like, yeah, over yeah. Here oftentimes, on this you know, in basically all forms of like autism, it's some level of like you know stunting the growth and like the the socialization. You know, their ability to like read that stuff. You know, and they have yeah. some yeah. sort of genius in some other way. You yeah. know, whether it's art or like you know, yeah, because a some, lot of the kids that I worked with, they they drew everything like just perfect. You know, they're very artistic in any type of way. But they just couldn't get the normal long division down and stuff like that. So that's where I came in. I was helping them out and stuff like that. I still Um, don't know that shit. Same. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, so then you did that. I did that. And then summertime was coming around. I was like, yo, I need to find another job. So lo and behold, I went on Craigslist. And I found our wonderful, glorious restaurant that we work for now. And And so that's the only restaurant you worked for? Yeah. Oh, besides okay. Adventure City and working like right. serving so you, that way. But, and I Disneyland mean, obviously is very similar in that way. Yeah. Even, even gnarlier. Like if you yeah. work at Disneyland, then you definitely know like, you know what it's like to fucking, whether you're in foods or you're, yeah. you're in attractions or anything. Like, Their you know training what it's like. was just intense. You know, it was like, And then that's when you realize that they own the world. 
Dude, they really do. They like like it was when I fucking saw the videotape like uh during our orientation at Disneyland that mm-hmm. was like you they fucking own the world. <laughs> like they, they own everything. In a like, sense, six companies that owns In a sense, the world. I kind like my daughter kind of owns Disney. But it's so crazy how it is Disney like it's literally yeah. like a thing that was meant to be like fun you know and it, it was in it's here it's garden grove yeah. like you know like it's where he has like that's what garden the only like really significant thing about garden grove other than than the sublime song is that like <laughs> fucking walt disney had like a you know garage there that he would do like the i guess originals like steamboat willie cartoons out of and shit and that was it you know and so like it's it's crazy that like that turned into this fucking conglomerate ESPN, fucking thing that's just like ABC, everything, everything that we know and they can win and get away with every fucking thing well know? i mean like disney itself is responsible for like so much of what is kind of hindering a lot of progress in this country because of their like they they have defined copyright law in this country mm-hmm. basically because you know the it, by the old standards of copyright law like steamboat willie like back in 28 or something like that's still owned by by Disney. But yeah. normally it should be... Most things would be done in like 30, 30 years. 50 years Wait, isn't like it like 100 guys... years so, after they die though? Or... But, but that's because uh, Disney keeps lobbying them. So every time it gets up to a point where something like Mickey Mouse would fall under public domain. Uh-huh. Like Mickey Mouse is like as iconic as like uh, Happy Birthday and mm-hmm. like... Uh, you right. Know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like a like Jesus, an old fable. Too. Yeah, Jesus. Like, it really, no, it really is. Like Mickey, is everybody knows Mickey Mouse, man. Yeah. You fucking go anywhere in the world and not know Mickey Mouse. And so yeah. that's and that's all fine. Like they can they can keep having Mickey Mouse if they're still doing stuff with it. I don't have a problem with that necessarily, but like that actually affects everything. Yeah. The copyright law. So basically, nothing falls into the public domain anymore, which means it actually stunts like creativity and growth. And right. I, I've. By some extent, and now I don't remember all of this quite, but there is some connection to like a patent law too that I have heard that like kind of stunts that because they 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 do subtly affect each other. But goddamn it, I don't have that like sure exact connection off the top of my head. But like yeah, you can kind of tie a pretty direct line from Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney being the reason why we ha- we don't have nearly as much like innovation, you know, especially from you know the creative standpoint as we you know mm-hmm. as we could. It's crazy, though, because it is one of those things that we can all agree in in many ways that, like, fuck, like, there's a lot of things wrong with the way that it's going and the way that it's running and shit, but we all go there. <laughs> we all we fucking still go. We still watch the fucking movies. We still we support still it. We still do all this shit because it, it does, you know, it is like, because, uh, I mean, my life was changed by that shit. You know, we grew up watching that shit and it, like, inspired us and, you know, it really shaped the way yeah, that we are. And there's definitely. a lot of good that has come from it, but there's also, like... This stuff that's not so good. I mean, that's that's not, not worth like boycotting them over or something like no, that. No, yeah. that, that's why I said it's not so important. good. I'm although, not saying bad. Although, but, although like, did you guys? Yeah. Okay, so not so. Good. So I read something where <laughs> Disneyland tried to own the the copyrights or trademarks of Day of the Dead because of their movie Coco. What? Yes, but they decided not to because I mean they don't have a case for that. You don't. You don't. You're taking it from the Mexican Hispanic culture but they but have they a tried. lawyer that can probably they, they have lawyers yes. like do they have a case actually like any of their stuff is it's pretty much all public domain shit like they, right. they make all their movies yeah from. and so are they able it to was, okay. well because if you go to like disneyland now, now if you go to disneyland now there's probably about two areas within disneyland and california adventure that's dedicated to day of the dead so did they you have like, like the, i loved 
cocoa. I, I thought cocoa, cocoa was cute. I thought it was Although cool. I didn't think it was better than um, Moana. Book of Life. Oh. Have you ever seen Book of Life? No. no. So Book of Life, I feel, is a better. I like Moana better. Is better than. But Cocoa. so Coco, and I'm not one at I all. I fuck with Moana though. I, I am. Also I am definitely not one to be like. I'm usually the one to like, like when people are like, oh, this is racist or this is you know this is mm-hmm. like, like just totally culturally insensitive, and I'm just like, dude, it's a fucking cartoon or whatever. And it's not that I think that way about Coco. But there was something about it, like when I was listening to him, like this is just cheesy. The accents, like it just really threw me off. Like, and it made me feel like, wow, I am an asshole in the ways because I thought <laughs> when if somebody were to say that about yeah. like another like you know culture or something, I'm like, ah, it's just a cartoon. It's, Leave yeah. it alone. But like when at this, I'm like, it's not that it's. I don't think it's racist. I just think it's tacky. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I thought that like the overemphasis on like you know the the language and stuff and like. Like the well, the the it's obviously English, but with the mm-hmm. accents and stuff, I was just like, well, I don't, I just it turned me you start off. To understand that a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it made me understand it, and it just turned me off. It was like this is not like it's just kind of uh, not bad. I don't want to like demonize it mm, and make it seem it, like it's it, like, it, like oh fuck them. It's just it's yeah. just not. It's, yeah, tacky would be the only that. word that comes I to mind. It. It was, I get I, it. I, I like yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, I liked part, it. That part didn't bother me. You know? It's yeah. Just, you know, a lot of it does come from. I, I I don't see a lot of these things that come out anymore as like, because like in the past you could tell that it was like a a, a movie about uh, it's like oh a movie about uh, you know any ethnic group right you know, but it's clearly written by like a group of white guys right <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> and like, that's what, like, almost our entire history I, like that's what we're seeing that way yeah. now everything. it's like okay no I can actually trust that these people yeah. are, are are getting it right these rooms actually are not are filled with people who are they are representing it it is our own people telling our own story mm-hmm. now you know obviously there's a group of white guys you know somewhere around smattered about it but you know it, it, that shit doesn't uh, doesn't bug me as much though as right. right and there's there's pure examples of like how you love certain things that you grew up on and then you get to a point where you're like realize like well shit it's really hard to deny that this is fucking like just you know like you understand the time and place that it was created and you can respect that but yeah. like moving forward like like Pocahontas is one of those movies oh my god and that was also directed by a guy I know that like that I've met and he's like the coolest guy in the world and I know I know this guy would not be like intentionally racist whatsoever at all yeah. but you just watch a movie like that and you're just like there's just like what the fuck dude dude okay <laughs> it's so it's just crazy so it's my pretty crazy daughter my daughter is in love with Shrek okay so we started I started watching Shrek now as a 25 year old mm-hmm. and shrek is fucked up shrek is a fucked up movie have Wait, you guys shrek is fucked up yeah have you ever noticed Boys okay okay as a child you're just like oh, this is an awesome movie by the way shrek was way before its time anyways i don't watch it just because of the somebody was Dude, told me that's go- <laughs> literally like two minutes that's like the anyways, opening yeah. so anyways you see ward farquaad trying to get rid of all the damn fairy tale creatures in the world mm-hmm. because he thinks that they're corrupting his world his perfect world he says but if you see they have every every little story that you've ever been told as a child in that movie so they have like the three bears right right so the beginning of the movie it's everybody in the kingdom selling their fairy tale creatures you know just to get rid of them so there's the three bears you got papa bear mama bear baby bear baby bear's crying because his his cage is too small and then you you move forward to where they're all dumped in Shrek's swamp, right? So then you see Papa Bear and Baby Bear, but you don't see Mama Bear. 
Then you go later down into the movie and you see Mama Bear like killed, skinned into a rug on Lord Farquaad's fucking bedroom floor. So would it have been different if it was the baby bear or the papa bear? No, I'm just saying it's just fucked up. Shrek is fucked up. Okay, okay, okay. No. I thought you were going to say Shrek was like problematic. I'm like, no, I just think it's just sad. No, sad sad in that way. Yeah. yeah, But you don't notice, but what I'm saying is you don't notice those things as a child when you're watching these movies. Well, that's, that's part of the, no, I a lot of them that they've done. I've actually haven't, haven't, I feel like I've been having this conversation like four times for the last couple of days because uh, me and my girlfriend, we, I mean, we love the show, uh, The Amazing World of Gumball. Oh, and it's it's so good yeah. to everybody. And then we were we were, asked, we were like, when did that start where they were like really putting in a lot of subtle stuff? And I'd say, SpongeBob. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of Looney Tunes you can I, back I don't on, think it was like, subtle. I Looney think, Tunes. I don't even think that that was like, subtle like, based on what you're saying. Subtle. I think that that's something that was like more, like it just shows how much we've changed as a society because yeah. like even in today, like where, like, especially in California, it's like people here do not understand hunting culture at all, like, or anything of that nature. So like, you know, like, you know, back in the day man. and I hate to, back in the day, cause like relatively like we're talking about fast food and junk food and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That shit didn't start existing until like, you know, the fifties, you know, or like whenever McDonald's fucking started to come around and it obviously got worse and worse and worse, mm-hmm. but it was never really a thing. And there were times where even back then, and as soon as back then, like people were hunting for food and they were actually like, you know, doing these things for that. Like we're so far beyond that. We don't need that anymore that we're just like, oh, that's fucking dumb. Yeah. That's terrible. So, um, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things where the normalcy, like in, in mm-hmm. satire, like Looney Tunes is a great example. You can go back and watch it and it's like people are like, oh, this is racist, problematic or intense. like this was literally like just like the family guy or Simpsons of the time. Like it's like yeah. you can't blame like the creators of this for like making fun of what was happening in our mm-hmm. world at that time. You know, yeah, yeah naturally yeah, yeah, yeah. moving forward, you're not going to go and like, you know, say that like that this is re- like of our time, but that was what was going on back then. Well, you yeah. know? And to uh, and I think that's the, the great uh, the it was like a Looney Tunes remaster or whatever like that, where they they refused to censor anything about the old Looney Tunes because they said to do that would be to try to like whitewash history and pretend right. like these things never yeah. happened. Right. I think it is important to kind of see the historical context. Absolutely. Like you can learn a lot from seeing how this well, stuff was. We grew too. And yeah, exactly. It's it's a it's like a it's like a touchdown. It's a measurement of growth. You can kind of see how we've evolved as a society from there to where there was like a like I remember. One of the most racist fucking things I've ever seen was a Walt Disney comic strip that he drew of Mickey Mouse like getting like this uh this like African like uh you know bushman like mm-hmm. you know in a crate or something like that delivered to him and then like he was just like fucking the house up and they're like oh it's like it's so it's the most patronizing fucking racist thing I've ever heard that's yeah. like not that seemed like it was trying to like the message was trying to be there but like they don't even understand how shitty it was and that's from like. Walt Disney well, like that. But We're do you feel about- like it's okay to keep things like that? Like, as, oh no, no, no like- absolutely not. Yeah. Do not keep. And this, yeah, yeah. this no, it's is just, it's just not, um, you know, not uh, uh, washing away yeah. kind of what that was. This right? like- may be a little bit extra too, but like, I'm gonna go ahead and tie this back into the overall theme of this podcast right now, which is the restaurant business that we work in. Yeah. And like what we're seeing in media and movies and, you know, like pop culture, everything, all of the trends and how things are changing drastically, like it does the same thing in the restaurant business. Because if you work in the restaurant business or have ever worked in the restaurant business, you will 
if you were being completely honest, mm-hmm. you will say that stereotypes exist oh for a reason, though not to be rested upon. Yeah. You know, like we are constantly growing out of things and people are learning and doing things, but these things that have like existed, it was because at some point, you know, like there, like you start to see and you start to notice all these things and it's not okay. I'm not yeah. condoning or yeah, yeah. accepting the fact that, you know, like it, it's okay to say, well, they're this or they're that and they're doing this and that's why they're going to do this and that. But you see that it's part of the way that things are going and that's what is important for people to learn. And I think the good thing for people, one of the positive things for people to take away from working in restaurants is understanding that, mm-hmm. is understanding that very part of society is that like, yeah, you're going to see these things that people talk about. You're going to see that like there's certain things that are true, but you're also going to see the <laughs> other side that, well, no, in a good way, in a positive way that it's not about everybody doing yeah, that. It's true. not everybody. You know, mm-hmm. you have those days, you have those moments where whatever it is, whatever that stereotype that you're expecting something, if you're expecting something bad or good or whatever, it proves you wrong. Yeah. And, you know, you have so many ups and downs and all of these things in the restaurant industry. And so that's why I think that it's important for you to realize that, like, this world is a lot more unpredictable than we think that it is. You know, like, we yeah. shouldn't be as presumptuous as we are with things in this world well we we are like creatures of pattern you know we're always looking for patterns and things like that Mm -hmm. and then we are just just inundated with all of these kind of preset patterns that like when they do come true we tend to recognize those a little bit more yeah yeah and yeah like it's it's undeniable that you know you are going to see stereotypes you know uh um, make themselves true in front of you there and that just mm-hmm. goes into the basket of things that kind of reinforce that view but now i would can... argue a lot of people do not notice when they don't do that yeah because well, because that doesn't reinforce like the view that you it held should, and though. it mentally we're not wired to like do that you know yeah. we're, we're wired to do that but like understanding that concept hack your fucking I minds think, people yeah exactly it's <laughs> like the first step towards doing that and yeah. one thing that actually that you bring this up uh, you know as far as uh, uh that that on that same plane is uh somebody said okay who's the uh most like what's what's the like ethnic group most likely to be like the worst drivers you know and everybody go oh asian women yeah With, but like statistically like they get in the least ca- amount of car crashes like every year mm-hmm. and so it's like okay so the statistics like don't necessarily add up to that and back up the theory i'm just saying like That's you know question it and i think yeah. i think the main thing that you can learn from being in the restaurant is is just is empathy, you know? It's yeah. radical empathy. It's that's what you should. Thing. That's should. What you should, but sometimes... I mean, right. I mean, no. that's yeah. that's what is possible to yeah. learn. Obviously, not everybody's going to take that, but... We're know, preaching the positive just, message. If I, could put a, 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 <laughs> yeah, if I could put a nice bow on everything, yeah, it would be that common one. common sense half the time. Right, you know. Common sense isn't common anymore. People, well... Or, when it comes down to, like, uh, do you guys have any appetizers? Well... If you look down on your starters <laughs> list, you know, you do like little, yeah, you throw a little that, shade but like that. But, but it's that's just... where the like, thing is like maybe mixing it up with something else that perhaps will give you some sort of yeah. empathy on top I of that. Because for me, it is it is the Patience, blend of working. Yeah. Maybe if I never went to all these stupid hippie festivals that try to preach all these fucking yeah. you know, positive ideals, uh, maybe I would have fallen down the path of like just fucking being bitter and hating every single person that comes into my restaurant. Yeah. I don't know. But I think that, you know, having as much experience as you can along with that and you know obviously travel and all that other stuff right these will like help you to understand the differences in people and perhaps be a little bit more patient yeah patient if, if i can inject one more little quote that i heard recently that i've been dying to kind of repeat 
that hate is just a lack of imagination. You know? I agree. Yes. This is a fun, informative episode, but we're not promoting anything other yeah. than just don't be an asshole. Just don't be an asshole. Yeah, we're, we're promoting kindness, inclusion, and patience. And yeah. we're also promoting everybody make sure that you subscribe to this show that you are currently listening to exactly. uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, on your Stitchers and Google Plays and all that fun stuff because we are everywhere, people. Yes. All right, That's so get us right in your ear hole every Thursday. And then you know what? Actually, I'm going to say this is okay. If you want to just write the URL down in the tip line and then just write priceless in the total and then sign it, I cannot think of a server who would be more grateful to you than that for, uh, Bro, for finishing we'll off the meal. Fuck like that. them up with some truth. Give them some, like, make it worth their money. Exactly. Hey. Exactly. Hey. And of course, <laughs> don't forget to follow us on social media at LittleBleedCast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Myself, you can find me at NobodyCaresPhil on Twitter and Nobody at Phil cares. Nobody cares on Instagram. Actually, I fucked that up. Flip it around. You get the gist. You get the gist. And real quick, I just wanted to plug Art in the Park this weekend. It's going to be Sunday, the 20th. Uh, January 20th at Peak Park in Buena Park. We are going to be giving away uh, at least 40 to 50 succulents for anybody who comes. um, And then you can also paint them free paints and brushes and all that stuff available. Uh, We're going to be celebrating growth in the new year. So that is our treat to you. Come out, enjoy dancing, music, fucking fun, creative times, collaborating, enjoying the company of other people who want to do and create dope shit so yeah come out to that we've got other events which we'll announce later that's true will it rain though it is expected to not rain on sunday so that's the good thing that's good but other than that yes it's been raining and you know bless that but uh check out the uh facebook event on yeah uh, psychedelic come Lions check Den it out or on the uh, let it bleed page you for any f- updates on that just in case where you could find that would obviously be uh my personal page hood rat stuff for instagram hood rat stuff with three f's or you could do the psychedelic underscore lions underscore den i will update you guys on the stories and post on there so yeah come out check it out and as always let it bleed